Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Bags, the podcast for below-average golfers by three below-average golfers. My name is Owen Smith, and as always, I am joined by Caleb Wallen and Evan Teed. Boys, how are we doing tonight? Feeling good, Owen. Feeling pretty good. T-Stradamus hit first. I hit Pater <laughs> first tournament of the year for the prediction, so yeah, I'm feeling okay. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm. It's going to be a good year. Yeah, it's uh, it, it by the time that you're listening to the pod, um, the Century Tournament of Champions has been over for a little bit, and the Sony Open has been over. But we're recording just a couple of days after the uh, after the tournament, so this is Teed's first time on record having the opportunity to brag about how how right he was about the John yes. Rom going to be his year. He's going to be on a tear. Three wins in the last five starts. Yes. Of, yep. of his professional golf career. I know some of those. Did you guys see his handicap? Tour, but yeah, plus 13. Plus 13. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Roll yeah. up with a plus 13. Yeah. So, Teed, what do you, what do you have to say about uh, old Rombo and, so, and your prediction there? Yeah. Um, I've only made one prediction ever on this podcast, and it has since uh, shown to be true. Um, so, take that what you will. Um, you know, use that information how you feel fit. Another funny statistic is uh, we're talking about Rom just winning constantly. Um, I'm reading something here on Twitter. On his last 15 starts, Rom has won two national opens, the tour championship, the tournament of champions, has 10 top tens and zero missed cuts, yet his world ranking has dropped from two to five. Yeah. So what is going on with the OWGR and why? Why? How come? Why is that a thing, Owen? You tell me. You know, I wish that I knew more about. I, I would say Caleb's probably the most most informed below average golfer, but even then, he's given the little. Eh, I don't know. The OWGR is weird because why is Patrick Cantlay ahead of John Rahm right yeah. now? Yeah, like that makes yeah. zero sense. Zero but, sense. Yet, not only is it you know, there's the live stuff that we talk all the time about and you know whether or not them not getting points who who are the best golfers that should be what the metric is for but you know this dude playing in loaded stars with a whole bunch of top 25 players in it and for whatever reason you know he his owgr points drop um i'd like to that tweet i read is from uh flushing at golf on twitter i want to give them a uh give them the credit there apa format of course um <laughs> But yeah, like it's just, you know, you can see it. This dude's playing the best golf in the world right now out of anybody, um, especially in that tournament. Obviously, he won the damn thing. So right. I, what what does that mean with our predictions for WGR points? If we don't know how this, how the, even if you win, you know, what, what does it really matter? Our predictions we made for that. So who knows? But um, yeah, I'm happy to see Rom win it. Happy to see that Callaway do go out there and make it happen with the new paradigm driver in the bag. Yeah. Um, it's been a, uh, yeah. So good for him. I'll, uh, I'll be taking donations from any PGA tour professionals <laughs> who want me to, who, who want, who want me to give them my prediction to win. Smart. Um, yeah. So anybody's listening, hit me up. I got a team's going to be like that guy that just had the, the bet flip and had the pro sign it. Yeah. yeah did you guys see that? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Took his yeah. uh, print out of his bet sheet and had him sign it. That's pretty cool. I forget who it was. I want to say it was like Corey Connors, but probably that was pretty yeah. funny. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. I always thought like top tens, top fives, like they pulled a lot more weight, especially like 
strength of field. Yeah. So I would imagine if he isn't moving up, I mean, obviously, I don't know if number one's in question, but if he's not moving up to at least three, like how mm, – I don't know. I, I don't know how that – does it I reset back on, on Sunday? Because technically Sunday would have been the day that he won, so it doesn't – account for Sunday, like it goes back around to the next Sunday. I don't know. Beyond me. Beyond me. But, I mean, if there was a power rankings right now, I think it'd be very hard just based on how dominant he was at the Century Tournament. I mean, in the last round, he shot a 10 under 63. And, yeah, if there's a power rankings, I mean, he's he's the Kansas City Chiefs. He's the Buffalo Bills of the NFL. Like, who cares what the point says? I would, yeah. uh, you know, we, we haven't seen Rory play a whole lot. What probably the match was the last time that we've seen him play. Right. Yeah. Like in, in any sort of public format. And I mean, that, that's, I'm not using that to judge him by any means, but if we, if we were going into, which we will be in a couple of weeks going into one of these designated events as they're calling them now. I would, uh, I would think that Rom is probably the favorite over Rory right now, just based on that performance. But we'll oh, for see. sure. Yeah. Um, Waste Management Open, I think, is the next designated event Super Bowl weekend, I believe. Unless, unless I'm wrong, I think, I think that begins kind of the next stretch of, of those, and uh, that'll be Super Bowl weekend. So, and Rory is committed to play that, which wow. I think is a given at this point. Like, they put out there that these guys can skip one tournament a year, but they're going to bend the rules. I just oh, yeah. I, the, the top guys yeah. are going to be able to bend the rules a little bit. But. We're going to, we're going to be getting a couple of uh, sick golfers here, you know, yeah. prior, that kind of thing. Load couple management. Of, yeah. A couple of sprained ankles or whatever, but <laughs> it'll be, it'll be really fun to see a strong field at the waste management. You know, it usually pulls oh, yeah. decently, but I don't think to the extent we'll see when it when it comes up here to see a McElroy and a whole bunch yeah. of those top twenty five guys in there. It'll be it'll be a lot of fun to watch that. That uh, tournament is gonna. I, I told you guys I won it on uh, PGA Tour two K twenty three earlier. If that wow! Anything, so I'm pretty ready wow. for that tournament. <laughs> but <laughs> no, I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, it'll be you know, it's just right around the corner, and that goes straight into the Super Bowl. Like that's the yeah. In a lot of ways, the Waste Management Open is just set up so perfectly. And now that you it is that designated event, you are going to get the top names. Like just imagine a Rory hole in one on uh, on sixteen. How electric yeah. that place will go! Or, or you think he's gonna take his shirt off like like Harry Higgs? I don't, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was amazing. Oh, that was amazing. I, I, that I don't was know. Awesome. There's probably a short list of players that wouldn't do that, but I think if we get like a a JT or a Homa or mm-hmm. one of like the cool like. I love Rory, but he's not like the young, cool guy. Like he's kind of the adult right. in the room now at this point. Like that's the the role he's taken on. And uh, but but a JT or a Spieth, like c- come on, just do it. You, the people will love just, it. Like what are you? Gonna, just big no sp- max. No sponsor is gonna drop you. Uh, right. They'll be okay with it. But I was I was th- now that we're on this topic, I, I don't want it to escape me for future pods. 
Do you guys think that the Waste Management Open, like, should there be more tournaments like that? Or should it be kind of that novelty yeah. where it's once a year, things get ridiculously crazy to the point where they're spending, what, 20 minutes <laughs> clearing off the green and the everything from beer cans and, and all of that? Should that be a novelty or should we have more of these events where the crowd just goes absolutely insane for uh, maybe it's a specific hole or a stretch of holes? What, what do you guys think? So I, I like it. Yeah, I, I think it's how we're doing it now is probably the most appropriate way to handle it. I, the reason why it's so special is because it is that novelty. You know, if, if you know, we were doing it two, three times a year, I think it would kind of lose some of its luster. I don't think the players would very much appreciate just incessant, incessantly having to do with drunk people. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that would probably get pretty old pretty quick, especially when you have a lot of money on the line. Um, but I, for what it is, I love it. You know, I, I think they do a great job in running the tournament and I, I hope it stays as the, uh, the example of the debauchery that can be, can be held on a golf venue for, uh, yeah. for a weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I don't know what other tournament would you do it at if you were going to yeah. like, cause you're, you're not doing it at Mirfield. You're yeah. Not. I mean, you don't really have a spot to do it at Sawgrass. Um, obviously, the majors, it's not happening. Yeah. So maybe the John Deere. <laughs> yeah, maybe the John Get all Deere the tractors and get yeah. get the farm boys out there throwing their their diesel yeah, cans boy. out there. But, I mean, I, I think it, if you were going to have to do – or if you were going to do that, it was going to have to be a brand-new event. And what event can you, can you make yeah. that's going to replicate that energy? Yeah, I, I think that it being it being a novelty is a good thing. I think that there's people that are like, I never want to see that in golf ever. And it's like, no, I want to see that in golf. Do I want to see that all the time? No, I think it's cool when a crowd gets crazy. Do we need to throw beer cans everywhere and all of that? Like that's that's cool once a year. But yeah, I, I think we're all on the same page where it's like, you would either have to create a new tradition on a new, you know, new tournament or mm -hmm. it just would be out of place. Like they've just done it so perfectly with, uh, with that tournament and with that location and just the, the moments that can be created there are almost second, almost, almost second to none. Um, and I mean, it's all environmentally friendly, right? Like they, yeah. it's a zero waste tournament, so it doesn't matter. Like it's all getting recycled. so. Yep. all the old whites that are mad about <laughs> throwing stuff onto the greens and stuff like you can get mad about that you can get oh it's too much trash i mean it's yeah. a zero waste tournament so it doesn't really matter yeah so well it's going to be cool we're looking forward to it clearly as that comes up we will we will talk more about that tournament but it was just something that was on my mind it was the opening clip for the new netflix doc Mm -hmm. of course they start with that moment you're just going to get the people uh looped into that a little bit but so it was just it's been on my mind a little more and like i said i'm now officially a champion of that tournament so it's <laughs> as a past winner i think it's a really cool tradition but um, i can't wait to go again someday and see your name on a locker yeah dude it's cool. gonna be so cool <laughs> it's on the virtual locker uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah but so 
T, any any other thoughts in regards to your victory lap? I think you'll have a lot, plenty of more opportunities throughout the year to just you know prove how how right you were about this. But but any other mm-hmm. thoughts about old Rombo uh, before so, we move on? Not really. Just Rombo. He's a he's a good horse to hitch a wagon to. I'll say that. You know, it's almost cheating at this point with how well he's been playing and how he ended the cap last year off. And it's dude's on fire. It's going to be the year, Rom. Hundred percent. It's year gonna. Rom. Yeah. This this is the start. It's gonna. Yeah. It's it's gonna be fun to watch him absolutely dominate this season. I think that's what we're in for. Well, very very smart uh, pick of you. So proud of you, T. Thank you. Thank Proud you. Of you. So, Thank you. other things that have happened. So, who's your the, pick for this week, Dean? No, we, no, that's not a segment on this this week. No, so, we're, so. We're, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> moving on. So, other things going on the, in the Bags universe over here is that Caleb, if you haven't seen on our YouTube channel, um, he had some sort of a fail because he thought that he recorded the first like what? How, how long did you? not know that you were not recording so fitting session. i think i think the video was 18 minutes long and i was there for a little over 45 minutes so a good 20 minutes was missed at least i hit Yikes. the what i thought was the the record button when it turned out to be on the video or the photo setting so, like, I looked back over there at the camera to, like, make sure it was still rolling and the screen was black. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I thought it died. <laughs> and then I clicked on it and it, like, opened up. And there it was, like, me leaning over to just started the video. And it was just a picture. So yeah. that was pretty cool. Yeah. Well, <laughs> minus that, there was still a lot of a lot of cool things that were shared within your video that's up on our YouTube channel. And our YouTube channel is always linked in the description of the podcast on Spotify and Apple. Uh, so make sure you go check that out. But Caleb, we've, we've talked a lot about being fit for clubs. You know, it, first guy came on late summer, early fall last year, first opportunity that we had to talk with him. And, you know, we were, you, you had kind of already known prior to, prior to him coming on, like how important it is to be fit for clubs. I, I thought it was more of a, I'm tall, so I shouldn't just go buy them off the rack. I should maybe, you know, get some extension, but there's a lot more that goes into it. So through that, we've learned a lot about being fit. We've tried to spread the spread the word a little bit out to the bags listeners. But now you have gone through the process again, and especially now after having Verse go on a couple of times after being exposed to the golf world a little bit. How was your experience uh I guess outside of the video that people can go watch? What did you learn and then how'd you feel about it? I mean, I feel great. Um, Nick was awesome. Um, Nick's always been good to me as far as the golf world goes. So um, I knew I was, you know, a lot of times you're going to go into golf galaxy and this is not a knock to them by any chance, but you're going to meet a stranger, right? Guys, like, he is he is ruining our chances for a Golf Galaxy sponsorship. As <laughs> no, I'm just, I used to work for Golf Galaxy. I don't have any problem. I know, with I'm, I'm messing with you. But like, I it's it was nice to be comfortable with the person that was like being or that was fitting me. Because yeah. like, mm-hmm. I when I worked at Golf Galaxy, like sometimes I had to step in for like a dummy fitting for a driver because that was what I knew most about at that time. So 
I'm sure some of these people were like, uh, this guy's an idiot, like <laughs> whatever, which is totally fair. But like, I just, I didn't have that feeling with Nick, obviously, cause I've worked with Nick, um, you know, know Nick for a while now. So it was really nice, um, to have that comfortable feeling. So a, I obviously get fit. Um, if you know somebody that can fit you, I would venture to guess that you would have a better experience on it. Um, and then as far as the fitting itself went, like we kind of, I know I talked about how, um, was most likely going to go graphite um when we were running you know the the numbers on it or whatever i think i ended up trying four shafts um and it was it was a really cool process to be a part of because i kind of hit like five balls each with four shafts and then we kind of eliminated one by one after that like and then we tried the different you know settings on the lie angle or whatever at the end but it was so cool just to like see the visual of how how important it is like you go in off the rack oh you know i have the money i have you know the resources i'm going to buy these clubs and it may be absolutely not what you want or it couldn't help to the the max ability that it can help to so it was really cool um everybody get fit um and then yeah i mean gonna have to wait a little bit longer than i expected to get irons back um if you followed along on our twitter we owen and i went to the simulator the other day and it was woods and wedges for me against you know owen's full bag just because i didn't have any irons um but yeah i mean it'll be worth it and i'm excited to uh to get that process or get those clubs here since the process has already been started well, the thing that you and I were texting about is this is the perfect time for you to, although it's it's unfortunate that you're going to have to wait a little bit and that you, it, it does affect some things, but I would much rather be waiting six to eight weeks for clubs right now than I would right. be come March and it'd be like, oh, I guess I can play in, in, in May or whatever it may be. So yeah. I feel like you're in, in a good spot. It's going to gonna be unfortunate for a little bit but i told you you're gonna be so dialed in on your driver like it's going like we're in trouble dude he's gonna be so <laughs> dialed in on the driver because that's mm -hmm. all he can practice on right now his putting is <laughs> gonna get better and Man, let's not let's let's pump those brakes <laughs> yeah but, the driver's gonna be dialed in i mean there was one hole i pretty much called my distance so that was pretty cool you wow. felt like yeah a, felt like a tour pro there it was pretty cool. I was messing with Amelia. I was like, all right, watch 302 and cured it. Pure. And it was 301. But yeah. Like, yeah. hey, I'll take it. He called a shot and he was almost like, have you seen the Scotty Scheffler video? I think he did with Taylor made where they just had the launch monitor. Incredible. And he's like, incredible. Every time he hit it, he's like, yeah, that's 172. Oh, that's 155. Like, dude, how do you know to the... And he, I think he missed maybe once, or if he missed, it was like within a yard. Yeah, I think out of all of his misses, they were within a yard except for one. I think he may, maybe the first one he missed by like two or three. Yeah. But other than that, it was like 142. And they look at the track, man, it's like 142.8 or like 142.2. Yeah. It's like... Dialed me. in. Dialed <laughs> in. That's why pretty, pretty cool number two in the world on OWGR right now, but yeah. Because of that video. Because of yeah. that video. <laughs> that was, that was worth several points. 
Oh, uh, that'd be awesome social media points where Bryson would would have been at the top at one point and then been very, very low right now. It would have had nothing to do with his play or swing or anything. It would have been strictly because he walked into the rope. Hey, he would have gained a ton of points. Augusta's a par 67, so. Yeah, yeah remember all, that. It's also remember. true. <laughs> so true. Yeah, I, I would know from my, my professional career on the PGA Tour 2K23. <laughs> Anyways, um, well, good. You got fit for clubs. We're excited to see what that looks like for you. I'm sure as those come in, we'll do some content around that. Get your first you know, feel with them. Do maybe a what's in the bag, updated version, since I don't think we've ever done that officially. And you'll be Callaway almost through and through, right? Or you, yeah, you will be, right? Odyssey be. putter. Yeah. Odyssey putter. Mr. Mac Callaway over here. There we go. That's a that's a company man if I've ever seen one. Hey, he's got and... a <laughs> you got a sub seventy though, right? Oh, that's right. I do have the, okay. it's the American flag wedge. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it counts. Um, Anyways, that is a sick wedge. Shout that's out to awesome. sub seventy. I mean, that is that's an awesome wedge. No, that's um, so yeah, and because the um the shaft head combo was a little bit less than I expected, um and worked with Callaway um, with our affiliate program, um, made it a little bit less, even even more or less than I expected. Um, there's going to be room, I think, in the budget for a new wood, um, which might have to get pre-ordered tomorrow. Oh. Might, might, uh, might go with the new paradigm. So, yeah. Nice. Looking nice. forward to that. There you go. Well, that's good. Caleb's just, oh man, scratch golfer this summer. I can just feel it. Like all these changes, new clubs, like T. Like I said, we're getting left in the, in the yeah, class, brother. Big time. I just hope not to embarrass go out and make a myself. Purchase. <laughs> yeah, you should. You should get some. You should get fit for some Callaway irons, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm yeah, sure yeah. you can get some money out of yours. Definitely. I mean, good. I, shoot, well, I, thought, I just sold mine on Facebook, but. Like your current set, you could probably sell for a good amount. The ones I got 10 months ago and got fitted for? Yeah, probably. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that's all right. I I guess uh, we'll, we'll be doing something here soon, but I am somewhat getting fit very soon uh, with the same, with Nick, same guy that Caleb went to. And what we're going to try to attempt is that I was the dumb dumb that bought straight off the rack because he wanted the new tailor-made driver and he had the money to do it and he got it and didn't talk to a store pro or anybody. And now <laughs> I don't know. Now the, the the cool thing is I think Verska's talked about it, but the the cool thing is is that you can especially with the new technology, there's adjustments that can be made even when you do make that terrible decision. And so I'm talking to Nick about anything. What do, is it an adjustment of the, you know, adjustable weights on the club, the lofting or whatever it is, uh, a new shaft. I don't care. I just want to be, if I can, if it's possible with something I bought off the rack, I want to be fit for this. So I'm going to do that. And then I am attempting to say, say goodbye to my Kirkland wedges and finally grow up and say, you know, you know what? I, I, I talked very highly of Kirkland a couple of weeks ago, but 
Unless, and again, unless there's a simulator bay that they open up and, and the guy <laughs> serving the, or cutting up the meat uh, comes over and gets me fit for some clubs, I need to be properly fit for some wedges. So there is uh, some potential for some Callaway brand new um, wedges as well to be put in the bag. So looking forward to that. We'll, we'll record that process as well so that that can be shared and you can see what a true below average golfer looks like when he's getting fit for clubs. So looking mm-hmm. forward to that. So we're, we're, we're going to be uh, smooth sailing going into going into this new golf year. And I'm looking forward to, to what we can accomplish. So speaking Guys, of our golf game is just going to get so much better as a whole. I think so. I think I'm, I, again, I, I talked about it on the last episode and I've talked to you guys about it. I, my simulator experience with you, Caleb, was just horrendous. And <laughs> we were talking about it before the show. Uh, there was there was a hole where I tried <laughs> to uh, I, I drove it seven seven times into the same spot, and I tried to pick up, and it uh, made me keep going. So that was a very you know come to Jesus moment for me. And I will let you guys know that I am practicing my swing a lot more. And I have uh-huh. uh, made more of an effort here in January 2023 to focus on my swing and actually put some effort into this. So I'm looking forward go. to it. I think there's a lot of things for me to still figure out. I think that anybody that plays golf can say that, say that statement, no matter if they're a 20 handicap or scratch golfer or even a pro. But I, I genuinely believe that we're going to have a good year this year. Now, that's all in good. We can talk about that. But something I've been thinking about is we, we talk about wanting to be better. We want to be better. But why do we want to be better? So, Teed, mm-hmm. pick it to you. We're going okay. through this process. You've been fit for your clubs previously. You played golf for some time now. Why do you want to get better at golf? So, yeah, it might be for like kind of a toxic, you know, uh, gross reason, honestly. But when I'm playing well, golf is just so much more fun. Like, I I think we can all agree with that. And I get the whole argument for, well, it doesn't matter how you play. It's the company you keep. It's a nice walk in the woods. It's getting out into nature with blah, 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 whatever. Yeah, I it's fun when you're playing the game correctly you know when you're looking at landing points and when you're avoiding trouble and you're navigating the course and you're taking advantage of slope and all that kind of thing it's it's more enjoyable when you're actually playing golf and you know if i'm not hitting the ball particularly well that stuff kind of falls by the wayside i'm just out there hitting the ball and chasing it so i want to be better at golf just so my experience on the golf course is better so it's more fun to do what i like doing um whether or not that's entirely noble or whatever else probably not but it's the truth i I hate playing poorly i wasted money going out there losing balls it sucks so i don't want to do that the amount of times i've come home and just immediately thought to myself well that was 40 dollars that was just yeah absolutely ruined yeah Yeah. i might as well just lit it on fire Mm -hmm. yeah 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 no i think i think Almost every single golfer that has ever existed can probably relate to that to you. So I think that, uh, that's, that's, that's a good reason why it's, it's a reason to drive you. The, the question I have that I'm curious to follow up with you on 
mm. is is there ever a point you're a you're a 10 11 handicap right right now nine to 17 okay so but is there like is there a true handicap that you could get down to or a true score that you could consistently shoot or you wouldn't want to get better i i i feel like that's the the dog yeah. chasing the tail a little bit but i was curious if you ever put thought into that that's tough you know because when i first started playing obviously it was a lot worse than how i am now and it would be like man i just want to break 100 then I'm, okay i'm breaking 100 now man you know i want to start consistently breaking 90 that kind of starts happening man so i i right now i'm in you know mid 80s high 80s if i could be flirting breaking 80 every time i go out there i really do think i'd be pretty content with my golf game you know because mm-hmm. at, at that point you're probably better than 98 percent of the people who are on the course while while you are you know it's not like i'm entering any competitions it's not like i'm playing for money it would just be get to the point where i'm good enough to where you know we're having fun and i think if you're you're really gaming and you're trying to break 80 there and i think that's a good place to start so yeah if i'm shooting high 70s low 80s I, that's another goal you know it was to break 100 then it was to break 90 and then you know once you're consistently past that next threshold you feel pretty good about it so yeah i think i think i'd be cool with high 70s low 80s there you go consistently yeah love it love it okay caleb What's your why? 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 Why do you want to get better at golf? Um, so that I can prove to myself that I can like play the game the way that I want to play it. I think. Yep. So mm-hmm. you know, ideally, we have eighteen birdies. It's great. We have the map. You know, we kind of every now and then pinpoint. Hey, you know, we got to avoid this. Um, you know, we got to avoid this bunker. Or, you know, we got to carry this distance or we got to keep it shorter this distance. Like, I want to get better to the point where I don't have to second guess that. Like, I can be like, hey, you know what? I'm going to hit my number or I'm going to hit my number Mm -hmm. plus or minus a few yards to where it doesn't affect it. Like, I I don't necessarily care about the score. Kind of, I mean, kind of like what Evan said. Obviously, if I'm hitting my numbers, I'm going to be good or I'm going to be hitting you know, those good scores that I, I consider good or whatever, breaking 80 all the time, or, you know, whether that's shooting close to par or whatever, that would come with the territory. But like, I want to get better to the point where I don't have to second guess any numbers, any, like any swing thoughts or anything like that. Cause like Evan said, it's just, it's more fun. The game is more fun when you're doing well. Like, I think that's just a fact of, of golf, a fact of any sport, really. I mean, nobody wants to go out there and suck. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, the only instance I can think of that was my club, uh, or not club team, but we had a rec floor hockey team in college. <laughs> and, like, we knew we were going to get beat every night, but it was still fun. Like, right. that's not – that was a six-week event. So, this is something I'm going to do for the rest of my life. So, like, I, I just – I want to get better to the point where my confidence is unbroken. There you go. There you go. Well, I like both of your reasons and I think I can relate to, to both of them. I think again, every golfer can probably relate to, to both of those. And 
so so I won't repeat those. I think there's just a for for myself personally, like I think there's a lot of the I, I just want to compete with myself. I want to get better. I know I can be better. I know that I understand the game now from the you know the basics, right? Like I'm I'm beyond the I know what to do when I get out to a golf course. Now I need to execute on on those things. So it's the next level for me. And I I want there's a lot of reasons, but there's a few reasons that I've kind of narrowed it down to here recently and it's A, I've now hosting a golf podcast with you guys and being you know active about this and just the amount of golf or the amount i think about golf and the amount i'm interested in golf i have become the golf guy in my family i've become the golf guy around you know if people have questions about what's going on in the golf world if they're not super connected to it they reach out to me or they say something to me when i'm in person and i have now become that I don't want to go play golf with that person and then be better than me. Like I just, yeah. can't, I can't be known as the golf guy. And then you go out and you, you know, beat me on the course. It, it's not that I care completely, but like, if I'm going to, if I'm going to live in this world and this, this game is going to consume so much of my, my thoughts and, and my energy, I can't be the guy that's, that's the golf guy. That's terrible at golf. Like that, that is just a world right. that I do not want to be in. And I am really fighting that battle. And that's why I'm taking this thing more seriously. Cause I was thinking, you know, we're Caleb and I go to the simulator and it's like, I'm the, I, it, these guys don't know, but eventually they'll know bags is a thing. And if they look at my freaking score and they, they know that me and Caleb host a podcast together, I'm going to look like a clown out here. Like I can't <laughs> do that. I can't be posting scores like that. I can't be the one that's taken, you know, two off the, off the first tee at, at the home club. Like, I need to be respectful enough that people are like, oh, he's an idiot for doing all those things. Like, so there's that. Um, so that, that's a big motivation for me right now is to be, to lean more into it with my game, not just my, my thoughts and uh, my interest in the game. Um, the other thing is I was thinking too, and we've talked about it. Caleb and I are newer dads. Caleb's been a dad for over a year now, which happy belated birthday, Adeline. Um, but I'm approaching my one year mark as well. And, you know, you start thinking about the future and it's like, if golf is going to be a big part of my future and my family's future, I want to be able to be sure. I'm not going to be the best resource for my daughter or, you know, other kids down the road, but I want to be a resource where I can, you know, tell her, tell them about how to you know how to properly start into golf and how to swing the club and how to um you know find your way around the golf course like i i want to know enough about the game and learn enough about the swing uh so that i can pass that knowledge along so those are my two things uh i just again want to be the golf guy that can back it up and i want to be able to, to pass the the knowledge along so um, two big driving factors right now for me, but any other, any other think, thoughts on the why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, so I don't gamble when it comes to golf. Like I'm, it kind of ties into what I said earlier. Like I don't, I don't have the confidence in myself to gamble on my golf game, but I do think it would be cool to get to the point mentally where if I ever get paired up with, you know, some randoms or whatever, and they're like, you know, Hey, they watched, we play the first hole and they're, they think they can beat me or whatever. And they're like, Hey, you know, let's play for 
X amount, then not necessarily sandbag them, but like get to the point where it's like, okay, I know I'm going to beat you. So it's just a matter of how much money you guys want to pay. Yeah. Like to have that confidence of, yeah, I'm, I'm going to win. So how much do you want to lose? Because <laughs> I think if I ever got to that point, that would be nice too. Cause I've ran into a point where like me and um, me and Cole Allen. So me and one of Owen's really good friends, um, we were playing one day in Noblesville and got paired with two randoms and they were like, Hey, do you guys, you know, want to play for 20 bucks or whatever? And like 20 bucks over 18 holes, like not a lot. Right. Like, but I still was like, Cole, if you want to, that's totally fine. But like, I'm not going to. And I mean, we, we wax these dudes. So it's like, <laughs> if I would have just said, you know, yes, then I would have been 20 bucks richer and it would have been a problem. But like, I don't, I don't have any confidence in myself to, to do that. So getting that confidence to just be okay with taking people's money, I guess on the yeah. course. Well, mm-hmm. Caleb, I want to say you're probably at that level already. It's just the confidence thing that we need to work on with you. Cause the thing is, is we've been paired with randoms together and you wax those people too. So like we just got to, Teed. We got to get the it's, head case. It's, it's our away. yeah. It's our once, job to build up Caleb. This right here, then it's, it's game fine. over. We got the next Tiger yeah. Woods on our hands, so we'll, we'll, oh, yeah. we'll be in a good spot. So, um, we'll cool. See. Well, uh, we're gonna continue to work on our game. We need to get Scott back on the podcast soon and continue to work on our swings uh, so that we can be ready for this and and just it's gonna be it's gonna be a great summer as we've uh, always talked about leading up to this so we're looking forward to the work paying off and maybe uh, validating our, our reason why behind wanting to get better so last couple things to end out today's episode we've been a lot more active on twitter uh, we've started a new series where we ask a daily question uh, i pulled two from this past week that i wanted to get your guys thoughts on live here on the podcast and then also shout out a couple people as well so uh, the one that I just posted the day of us recording this episode is, do you have any golf traditions that you plan to continue? And if not, do you plan to start any this year? T, do you have any of those? Do you plan to start any this year? So um, I don't know if I've talked about it with you guys before, but my family um, on Labor Day weekend, um, we go to a stay and play and it's a little course It's called great trail. It's in Minerva, Ohio. And it's an awesome time. We've been going for probably going on, you know, 15 years at this point, honestly, like for a while, you know, like there's been cousins that have, we've been going since before they were born, have gone born and are now playing in the with us so it, it's really really cool it's a family tradition the my great uncle who kind of started it he's since passed away but we continue to do it and that's something that i could see being a a staple for for you know as hopefully forever as long as the course is around we're gonna try to get out there so yeah maybe that could be a back strip invite you guys out there meet some of the extended fam and we just go hog wild it's a really good time though so that's <laughs> probably that's my favorite golf tradition uh because it, it is a it's a family thing you know if you got a lot of golf in the family you can do stuff like that it's a lot of fun yeah that's that's really cool i've i've always been envious of the 
of the family golf aspect because I don't have a ton of like golf history in my family mm-hmm. necessarily. I wasn't introduced to the game till fairly late uh, or fairly late in my childhood, I should say not life. I still have plenty of life to live, but <laughs> the, so I don't, I don't have a whole lot of that, but I always love seeing like the, the family trips like that where yeah. it's like, yeah, this has been going on since who knows when, and it's not going away anytime soon. That's really cool. You get to be a part of that. So yeah, uh, would love to bring the bags team to that. Uh, if, if the invite is extended to us, we would love that for sure. But cool. Cool. Uh, Caleb, what traditions do you have? And if you don't have any, what are you uh, going to try to start this year? Um, I don't know if we had, like, I don't know that I would call it a tradition, but everybody has like those outings that they always want to play in every year. Um, for dad and I, it's, um, it's a wellspring outing. Yep. Um, so always, 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 always going to make time for that um, every single year. Um, so I guess you can kind of call that a tradition that's, kind of been going on based on the event um in the last five years um one that i think would be cool to start is like going to a new tournament every year uh, Mm -hmm. or at least going to the same tournament every year if not a new one um you know i went to the memorial last year gonna do what i can to get back this year um i just think it'd be cool you know kind of like what owen said learning the game of golf or teaching the game of golf to my kids, you know, Adeline, whoever else, and, you know, being able to take them over there and be like, okay, you know, what I'm showing you, this is the much bigger scale. Yeah. And like, Mm -hmm. you know, get them around a tournament, you know, get them exposed to a tournament. And I mean, if they want to play golf, great. If they don't, that's fine. But it, it would still be a weekend that, you know, we can just kind of focus on golf and, and have a time, you know, as a fan. Yeah, no, that's, that's good. And I, I, I'll share some unfortunate news about the Memorial is I found out some, uh, unfortunate planning, uh, for my brother's high school graduation is on, nah. Memorial, on the Memorial tournament weekend. And, uh, I told Caleb it gets worse because of, unless the Memorial changes its weekend, I'm also out for the next two following or the next three, uh, the two following yeah. years as well, because I have other family uh, or, you know, immediate family graduations that are going on as well. So uh, I'm out. I'm out for the memorial unless I can pull something off to get there on a weekday. And I am uh, pretty, pretty upset about it. And I got an email from today just in case, just in case <laughs> from Caleb. And it's just like, uh, it, these are one of the few moments you can't miss. but. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll see, but I, I like that either getting out to new events or having that one that you go to every year, I think is a, is a pretty cool thought. So, and, uh, maybe something we can start with bags with the, how sweet would it be to, to do like a bag strip combo with a tournament? Dude, That'd be really I know cool. I dream of it. I do dream of it. That's, I think that's one of the, the coolest things that you could do is find a tournament where you go to maybe one or two of the four days and then the other two to three days you're playing golf in that area. Like there's mm-hmm. that, that would be an awesome thing because there's usually where these tournaments are being played. There's a lot of golf courses around the, you know, the tournament course. So um, yeah, I, I think that that would be a really cool, cool thing to start. And 
I I'll get into mine. Like I don't have any golf traditions yet. I think Caleb and I, and maybe we'll continue this this year. Um, maybe started one last year with the first bags trip when we just went down to, to Southern Indiana. Uh, so maybe we can switch it up and, and do something like that this year. Um, we are still figuring out what the, what the plan is for me losing the bet with, uh, with old Michigan. So mm-hmm. maybe that, maybe that starts a tradition since Ohio state Michigan play every year. So maybe that's just a new thing too, where we make a whole bag. I like that. It. I think I that's like that. potentially a good idea there. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, outside of that, I mean, I, I'm always going to make the Masters weekend um, appointment viewing television. I'm I'm mm-hmm. watching almost every minute of coverage that I can, and uh, so that'll always be a tradition in my household. But outside of that, going to have to create my my new one. So looking forward to that. We've got a little engagement on this one. The one I'll shout out. Uh, some guy says. Traditionally, I beat my son-in-law every time we play. I look forward to continuing that season. Wait, that's my father-in-law. Father-in-law, that was fantastic. Dude, I love that. Put me in the coffin. He's right. Every time that we have played, I have either played my worst golf or he's played his best golf, and it's just it has uh, turned out very, very well for him. So um, that is hilarious. It bodied, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Just, I was like, thanks. Good old John. Thanks, John. Really appreciate that one. Uh, last one. We'll end out the episode on, on this. And I think we're all probably going to be in the same boat here. But what is the best investment that you've made in your golf game in the past six months? Caleb, mm-hmm. we'll start with you on this one. Uh, definitely the fitting. I, I know I don't have anything you know, in my hand yet, but um, just having the right equipment um, is definitely, I think, going to improve my game. So, um, yeah, I would say in the last week, last two weeks, has been the biggest um, biggest investment that I've made in the golf game. Um, I guess the other one might be, I, uh, I apologize to John Sherman. I have not got around to buying the book yet. That is definitely in the works. Yeah. Um, so once I get that, I definitely want to maybe create a mental score sheet. Um, I don't know if he has put one down on paper for everybody yet, but I definitely want to create one and then, you know, maybe just a couple rounds a year, not focus on score um, as far as, <clears throat> as far as numbers go, but um, focus on my score mentally. So um, I think that is a, a future investment um, that is, is kind of in the works. Yep, and we got the audio book out now. You got you got that option for you, so that'll be that'll be an option to on the way to work or just doing whatever you do. Just throw that on um, as well. A lot of a lot of good lessons, and he recorded it himself, which sometimes you don't find with audio books. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. T, what about you? The irons were ten months ago, so the you irons, can't, yeah, can't say the irons. So what what's the best investment you made in your game past six? That was like my last big golf purchase um i'm gonna say a future purpose this season i'm gonna get a push cart i'm gonna get my own push cart and i'm every time i'm out i'm walking unless i'm playing with somebody else so that's gonna be that's gonna be my big investment and i think it'll get those steps in you know help me out yeah yeah i've been I've been debating a push cart. i don't think that i play enough and when i usually play i'm usually playing with like people that it, it just like the cart just makes sense for us. Like it's just what mm-hmm. we're used to. 
but I have considered it because there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's been a lot of focus for me on, on health and getting mm -hmm. more fit. So that would be a good way to do it. Plus there's a lot of the mental aspects of the game. Uh, I know John Sherman talks about it quite a bit, the benefits of walking the course and having that time rather than kind of rushing up with the cart and everything. My my biggest hesitation with it personally is just the time that goes into it. I know that yeah. I know that you can still play around rather fast just depending on how open the course is, but there's nothing quicker than nine holes when nobody's in front mm -hmm. of you and you got a cart. Like there there's nothing better than that. But but yeah, I've considered that as well. So has this been a, something that you've been considering for a while or has it been kind of a recent, you know what, I'm making, I'm making the purchase here soon? I've been, you know, the last few seasons I've like thought about it, just never actually done it. And then I'll be, I typically just walk nine holes. I'll be on like hole seven and my back's starting to hurt. I'm sweaty, it's hot. I'm like, why am I still lugging this thing around? You know, like this isn't fun. I keep doing it. I never learned my lesson. But I want to walk because that's just, I don't know, kind of part of the how I was raised, I guess. I'm a persistent man. So, um, yeah, I think it'll it'll help out. and It'll really help out because then I'd feel like I'd be able to walk 18 at that point, you know, and just really, really kind of soak it in a little bit. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'll keep you guys posted if you got any models or anything like that. You want to, you want review? My dad has one. He has, I really like his. Yeah. Kind of not to piggyback off of T by any means, but yeah, the, the one that my dad has is pretty cool. Um, I'll send you what he has. Yeah. But I think what kind of ruined walking for me, walking golf for me was club golf. Mm -hmm. I mean, 36 holes in, we didn't always have the best weather. And it was a the lot. courses that we played were, you know, and not all of us were as soft as the Purdue guys that all had the <laughs> the push carts. But, um, you know, I think that kind of steered me away from from walking for a while. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, getting back to it, I think connect a little bit more with the golf course. Just sure. Know, this is feeling your way, not just driving your way, but really feeling your way around the golf course, um, mm -hmm. I think would, would be beneficial for sure. Yeah. Oh Dale, yeah. Do we have to push each other to do at least a couple rounds with walking this year? Are we going to, are we going to see, I wouldn't have a problem with it if like we could get to a point where there was nobody in front of us. I yeah. think that's the biggest issue is the walkers that we have in our area <laughs> are mm. just are slow. Yes, very <laughs> it at that. Very um, like if we had more people around our age, that oh, so it's the age thing, Caleb. <laughs> what are you saying? What are we getting at? No, here? it's it's mobility. The oh, okay. The the ability to be mobile is the <laughs> or lack thereof is the issue in our area. So <laughs> um, if we could get around that. Um, I would, yeah, I wouldn't have a problem walking Arrowhead. I mean, it's an easy walk. Yeah. That thing's flat yeah. as all get out. So, yeah, I mean, Hawks Hill really isn't that bad either as far as being flat. So, if yeah. we could somehow find the times where it would make sense, then yeah. But with who's out on the course with us and it, yeah. our 
five hour rounds <laughs> old <already> people <laughs> our five hour rounds are already Thanks, enough dude. for our wives so yeah they I, i'm sure they don't want to extend that at all mm-hmm. yeah we just need to uh, yeah 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 we'll we'll, we'll figure it out we'll, we'll put the plan if we can together. be the first on the t-sheet I'm, that's fine with me i really don't care we can do that We'll figure we'll figure something out. We need to get a couple of those rounds in, and don't forget we owe we owe uh, Lauren the the speed golfer. We owe her uh, oh, potential snap. challenge. So you boys better oh, be God. better be training your game in a few different ways. Uh, you better be doing some sprints in the backyard or whatever you got to do to get ready for that one. But cannot yeah, wait to be thrown up by the third tee box and maybe the second tee box. We'll see. Right. I also think we've Owen and I have talked about. Um, like caddying for each other, you know, yeah. one round yeah. where, you know, we just, we walk it together and like one of us just caddies for the mm-hmm. other and see like what difference that makes. Yeah. Um, I'm actually really like interested in that idea just to get for, like that second person's feedback and, yep. and just go with it. For sure. I, I think um going to make that some sort of a content over, over the year or over the summer over throughout the golf year and just uh yeah either make a video out of it or just do that so that we can talk about our experience i've always i've always had the idea and and of doing a podcast live but more of like i can be hosting it and caleb's the golfer and teed if you want to come down to indiana feel free Mm -hmm. and uh just kind of like do those like you know, talk about your, like, I won't focus on the golf. Like I won't play, but let you guys play and then talk about it. I think that'd be a cool style of narrate a match. Narrate a match. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. And then throw some random stuff at you guys from time to time. But yeah, no, I think, I think that'll, that'll happen at some point this year. And I think we both could benefit from each other's just homing each other down. So I think there's, there's a lot to be there. Um, Me personally, I think just, realizing that i have some significant problems in my game and doing something about it is the best investment that i've made and trying to do that so lessons with scott um, but also just like some of the technology that i bought to help that process or that i've you know gotten uh, like the garmin can help there's a lot of you know info that you can pull from that that you can't traditionally pull especially if you're just going out to the driving range so uh, i like that and then future purchases is yeah just either getting fit for clubs or finding out you know what the ball is that i'm supposed to be playing and uh, going from there so this one on twitter got a lot more feedback there's a lot of lot of people out there um that, that had just different things so there's a lot of lessons um that were thrown out there but um the couple that, that stood out to me caleb <laughs> Please help me with the name. Maginist? Is it Ginist? No, Ginest. 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 Like a J. Okay. Ginest. M. Mark. Mike. Mark. Mark. God. Okay. I I, I need to do. We're going to lose the power. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. I just, I'm in the moment right now and I have his tweet pulled up and I was remembering the DM we got. So, okay. Mark Ginest. Did we nail it that time? I think so. Per cool. Adam. <laughs> Thank you. Per Adam. Dang it, Dean. <laughs> Thank well, you, that, Dean. We said once we that came out, the show was over. So true. That true. is today's episode. No, 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 no. Um, so he he put out the four foundations of golf, which what 
Caleb was talking about, uh, which is which is a book uh, by John Sherman, and I strongly recommend it for everybody. He also had another book, uh, Every Shot Counts, by Mark Brody. So if you're uh, into reading, or again, I'm sure there's audio book version of Every Shot Counts as well, but reading is definitely important to the to the mental game. Um, Randy Hinton, he said that this will sound dumb, but the Bridgestone E12 ball, it just works well with his game, and he's glad that he's found it. And mm-hmm. I think there's nothing better than finding, finding that ball that works for you, and especially if you got fit for it, even, even better. Um, I, I will second that. I have found a lot of success with Bridgestone balls now, mm-hmm. whether that's like a placebo effect of just mentally or whether it happened um, or like whether it was legit. Um, like growing up, like all through high school, like if somebody was going to be like, Hey, what ball can we get you? Like I would have set a Bridgestone ball. So I don't, I, I feel that. I feel that vibe. Bridgestone, Bridgestone all the way for Caleb. And, um, just the ball. And we just lost our Callaway partners. Because of that. <laughs> just, just the ball. Okay. <laughs> I, maybe, uh, maybe I do what Tiger did and get a Bridgestone ball, but just paint it, it, with paint it Callaway. <laughs> That way, it looks like I'm still playing. Yeah, hundred percent does that. But anyways, Randy Randy Spisman said that he has not taken golf quite so seriously, and he also got fit for some Wilson D7 forged irons. Mm. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Nick Driscoll, he said he's taking a break from golf. That's the best investment ever. Uh, Nick, <laughs> I think that some people will disagree, but that's fine. I think that I understand where he's I coming from. I can see from. it. Yeah, depending on, like, because Owen, you and I both know we've definitely had some, some rants out on the course where it was like, maybe we should just put the put the clubs up for a couple days and just think about it. So I now a couple months, that's a lot. Yeah, but if that works for him, I mean, to hit be able to hit that reset button, I commend him to be able to do that. Yeah. No, I think the. There's yeah, there's there's times where you should take a break, but it depends on what your goals are. Like some people are content with just being where they are in their game, um, or they're you know in a good spot. They can they can take off some time and still pick it right back up or knock the rust off with a couple of rounds. I have found out that I am not that guy. I am not. <laughs> You're that not that guy. guy, pal. I'm not that You're guy. You're not that guy. <laughs> so I uh, I. If I want to get better, I can't just take three months off of, of golf or even more sometimes too. I mean, well, we're looking at potentially six months off if if I'm not swinging during the winter or during like the, the fall when it starts to get cold and then spring doesn't come around till April enough to play, play golf. So um, we have a lot of other answers, but I think, you know, a, a lot of them were either related to like the Mevo flight scope or lessons or um just different types of clubs so if you're interested in keeping up with these make sure you go follow our twitter it's at bags golf um and and we'll we'll be putting these questions out every single uh, every single day that's why it's called the bags daily q so um boys any other last thoughts for the episode that we weren't planning for but we had anyways Hmm. thanks twitter world appreciate the appreciate the input it's nice hearing from you guys like share follow Whatever we like we like hearing from everybody so exactly so all right everybody well we will be back next week um not really sure what's on the docket yet we'll we'll have to figure that out but 
we'll we'll be keeping you updated on uh, on everything, and we'll be posting weekly here throughout 2023. And um, yeah. Make sure that you uh, are working on your golf game. And Caleb, the final, final words for today's episode. Yeah. Um, have fun being below average golfers. Nothing wrong with it. Um, but also make sure you're having fun when you are becoming an above average golfer like we are planning to this year. So we'll see everybody next week. Tell you all the story about the joker and the thief I said. I'll tell you all the story about the joker and the thief I said.